0: S. Co and use my code Divine Healing by D to sign up and find sponsors. That's podmetrics. Co. Referral code Divine Healing by D. Good luck. introduce today's guest I just wanted to talk about something that it's bothering me a bit it's just kind of unfortunate to see and I hope by having this guest on today kind of just like highlights a few things that I'm trying to get across there is some controversy going around in my community and uh, Jews are kind of like at a divide right now especially uh, Jews and then Persian Jews so I hope by the time this comes out, because it'll be a bit of time that this comes out, things are a little bit different. And unfortunately, I have to like see a lot of drama and negativity going around on social media. It's not good to see. I know people who are involved in it. I know the person who is kind of spewing the negativity. She is not wrong with the things that she's saying. But it's come to the point where ego has just taken over and it's unfortunate to see and it's upsetting but hopefully like I said by this by this episode coming out it could probably like get rid of some hate and negativity towards Persian Jews so here we go <laughs> we have Abby Dardashti on for today she is a spiritual life coach she is a wonderful human being so so wise, intelligent, charismatic, friendly. So she has a workshop that's all about manifesting and basically putting out what you want in the world by writing it down. And I attended her workshop last year and I found it very, very beneficial. If anybody else has listened to the other podcasts that I have been on, most specifically it's called Cat on the Loose, I kind of talked about how that's benefited me don't really share on here, but if you want to hear about it, you can go check out that episode where I talk about it and you can see how her workshop benefited my life. So I hope you enjoy it and let me know what you think.
1: Off to the listeners please. Uh, of course, this is Abby Dardashti and I'm a spiritual life coach.
0: Uh, so we're going to talk about your workshop and basically your journey to becoming a spiritual life coach. Okay. So when did you first know that you were very spiritual?
1: Well, I was in my early twenties and I had gone through, um, a, uh, difficult breakup. Um, you know, when you're in love and things don't work out, it's devastating. So uh, my natural way of going about things is that I need to know the deep reasons behind everything that happens, because I don't uh, believe in coincidence. I believe coincidence is a word that we um, choose uh, for the unexplained. So I uh, started reading a lot of books, different types, until I came across another book that uh, would talk about, um, you know, spirituality. So I started pursuing it, and one thing led to another, and I got deeper and deeper and deeper into it, and everything started making sense. It was as though um, I'm remembering things, which as human beings, we all have all this information. And when you have all these aha moments, those are the times that your um, uh, soul already is known about all of this and it's remembering. So that was uh, a uh, turning point for me. I love that. Yeah. So that... Um pain turned into uh, grace, which mm-hmm. I believe uh, everyone, uh, all of us who do have an opportunity of going through a painful moment in our lives can also in the back of our mind remember that um, maybe something good is going to come out of it, uh, whether it's a learning or uh, discovery or whatever it is. So that was the beginning for me
0: that's beautiful so discovering your spirituality at that age and we belong to the same community where you met with a lot of judgment criticism how was it for you when you started talking about this to other people oh my
1: goodness <laughs> yes yes uh, we, I got to tell you and give you a timeline of uh, when all of this started happening because your generation is a lot more aware and um, have been hearing this language for a mm-hmm. while now. So it's not as though I found this out 10 years ago, whatever, you know, this is early 80s where no one would talk about this. Even though we were in the Mm -hmm. new age and uh, a lot of people outside our community were aware of this, inside our community, everyone was unaware of it. Therefore, when I would even talk about um, soul Mm -hmm. or reincarnation, I used to get slammed with the fact that um, you know, like, what are you talking about? This is uh non-existent in our religion or in our whatever right. you know we don't have anything like that. so uh, which was of course untrue, and as a result, I looked into our uh, uh, Jewish mm-hmm. mysticism, and I found that that everything I was reading. Uh, was in line with our background so it gave me a stronger sense of knowing and confidence to face all of these naysayers and um, you know all the people who were judging me and even I'm ready for this they used to make fun of me so (laughs) I would laugh with them and I would continue on my path because uh, I knew it was true. I knew it was right. So I never stopped. I never gave in and I continued um, to learn more and more, which I still do to mm-hmm. this day. Um, and uh, that's how I faced it. I, basically knew that once I say it, if it resonates mm-hmm. with someone, they will know it and they will want to Absolutely. know. Absolutely. But if I were to keep quiet, uh then I'm taking away a chance, an opportunity for someone else who would be inspired. So um that's how I dealt with our community and all the naysayers. Thank you for that.
0: You are really I wanna just say thank you. You are a role model for anybody in this community who kind of Is leaning towards this path and feeling the judgment or criticism. So you're kind of just like paving the way for everybody. And I'm glad you're on here talking about your journey to you know your career. And I'm just excited for people to hear this from you in your own words. Wow,
1: thank you for Uh, the conference. That was a huge (laughs) word.
0: (laughs) So let's talk about how you exactly started the workshop. How did it come about? Was it by accident or was it planned? No, uh,
1: actually, um, you know, you always or one or I, um, I should start with myself saying that, you know, I'm always trying to better Mm -hmm. myself, learn. And obviously, I face a lot of um, uh, fears into the unknown, things that I've never done. Um, So... Um, the workshop that I do—I don't know if you've mentioned it to the audience or not—but uh, it's called "How to um, Visualize and Create Your Future Life mm-hmm. Partner." So that's the title, but it—and it does talk about um, you know uh, the person that you want to have in Mm. your life but i talk about a lot of other things why because other people ask me you know how do i go about a job how do i go about a uh, place to live and all of that but going back to the workshop it is something that i uh tried it when i was Mm. single and it and it worked and it was amazing and i learned um how um much I didn't know about a lot of things at that time and I tried to later on in life better and uh, fine-tune the areas that I did not pay attention to or didn't work Mm -hmm. on so um, I started showing that to friends, family, strangers, someone on the plane, it didn't matter, I wanted to share what Mm -hmm. I knew, and I started getting a lot of feedback from strangers, even, that were telling me, oh my god, this was incredible, this was whatever, so then, when I started um, teaching that to my own clients, one-on-one, I saw the result, and it was incredible, so a few of my clients um, decided that they want to share the same thing that I was excited about with their friends. So they asked me if I were to do the workshop. And my first reaction was mm-hmm. fear. Why? Because as much as I loved public speaking, I was afraid of it and I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to handle it. So, I decided to um, not analyze it too much, to, uh, and um, you know, not wait, not waste time, and just go straight into it. So, um, thank God, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And the next one, I was asked to do again. And I did. And um, so it started to snowball where I started having people who were telling me, oh, my God, you know, I did what I did. And it was incredible. I met my boyfriend or my girlfriend or my fiance. And uh, he's exactly (laughs) what I had asked for. He was this. She was that, you know, and a lot of things that wasn't there Mm. that they were saying that. Oh my God, I wish um, he was this way or she was that way or whatever. And, uh, when I would go through the list of what they had asked for, I would see that it was missing. Mm. So anyway, uh, that was the start. And as I like to grow my work and my learning and, my, and challenge myself to more I put it out there that I want to do this once a month mm-hmm. for one year and I did it I did a workshop for once a month it was great and then I started asking and putting again challenging myself if I can visualize again my right. work this is not about relationship because um, for the ones who don't know me I'm married mm-hmm. and I have a family and everything else so this doesn't come down only to um relationships and this is a mistake that a lot of people who want to attend my um workshop uh, say that oh you know i'm not ready about getting married it's like who talked about getting married do whatever you want to do with it but (laughs) whatever so i started visualizing um this whole concept um after a year on the fact that I want to go international I want to teach this you know on a broader um uh, scale exactly so um I tried to set it up I tried to do it and my first instinct was oh I'm going to Morocco why don't I do it in Casablanca, they talked about it. Yes, <laughs> exactly. It was like, yeah. Well, I was going there for right. a trip, so I said I might as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. And when I when I did it, and the date was set, I bought my ticket and everything else. All of a sudden, the person who was in charge of it actually she was um, the Rebbitzin of the Chabad mm. of the Jewish community over there. She said, uh, "Well, you know." I hope you know that this is going to be all in French. And I was like, no, (laughs) (laughs) I speak fluent French, but it's a lot easier for me to do this. So I didn't do it. Exactly. So I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And I kept thinking, what was it that I didn't um, set out for myself? As far as being specific about what is it that I should do and have and design. And I let it go, but I didn't give up. And fast forward over the COVID, I started getting a lot of requests from a lot of my clients that they want to do this. And (laughs) long, I mean, you know, the short end of it is that they said, how about Zoom? And that was another fear for Mm -hmm. me. I was petrified of the technology side of it. And I was like, oh my God, how can I do this? Anyway, with um, my daughter's help, thank God, <laughs> uh, she came to the rescue and set me up. And amazingly enough, it did turn out to be an international one. I started having people from Brazil, Dominican Republic here and there. And then I started realizing that um, how to visualize and how to design all that you want, how important that is. And I was able to meet my goal. So that's uh, basically how I came about all of this work that I'm doing. It's not so much about teaching as much as also is about my journey of learning.
0: Right. That's what do you wish more people knew about what you do? about life coaching and what the spiritual aspect into it like if you had to explain it to people who don't understand besides just manifesting Mm -hmm. what would you say it's about well
1: if you remember i was talking about um the time in my life where i turned into the spiritual world uh it was so comforting for Mm -hmm. me that i Um, realize if we all knew that there is more to life and there are reasons behind everything how much lighter we would be and how much more empowered we would be that even if we're navigating through the darkest hardest part of our lives, that there would be hope, that there would be light, that we can shine that light and benefit from it and learn from it and become a better person. And as a result of the search, of the um, a quest that we're on, we're gonna be able to um, be a more confident person and not feel so much like a victim oh
0: yes very true
1: so that was my idea behind wanting to become um, not just a life coach but a spiritual life coach because uh, again you know I'm going to use the word empowering empowerment is not the same as power and powerful and strong because egos attached to that exactly and you become a little harsh yes so you lose your balance why because you go from one extreme to another you go from weakness into powerful and neither one is um, beneficial but if you come empowered then empowerment comes from within it's from your core and when your core is strong you're balanced and when you're balanced you have your head up and you're able to tackle whatever that comes your way that, and yeah. and that that's the key so How do you do that? You need to have someone hold your hand. You need to have someone to tell you, you'll be fine. Look at this, how about this? What do you think of that? And slowly you are able to move forward one step at a time. Now, when I say one step at a time, it doesn't matter how long it takes, it's about movement and when you move then you're not stagnant right. and then you don't rot in the process it's about being
0: consistent
1: it's about being consistent yes you can take a break and you know process all that's coming your way in order to understand it and move forward but as long as there is movement then you're doing something about it and i have always been the type of person that wants to give, wants to share. And that was my inspiration behind wanting to be the person that I am and chose that as a career because it comes from my heart rather than um, the financial side of it because the enjoyment and the um, the benefit I gain is so much more than anyone can describe. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's how I came about
0: doing it. That's exactly how I feel with Reiki. Yes.
1: It's the (laughs) best.
0: Uh, So about manifesting, you mentioned to me that there's a correct way to do it, and then we also have to be careful with how we manifest. Could you go into that a little bit more, please?
1: Well, what I meant by that is um you um or let's say i always tell everyone uh when it comes to visualization mm-hmm. um, that you need to be specific mm-hmm. the word specific is probably uh the key been repeated by <laughs> me like a million times and it annoys a lot of people but it reminds people right um you get what you ask for and if you don't ask you don't get Mm -hmm. and we come from the mindset especially in our um background and in our community our cultural our heritage our tribes that um comes from the middle east that has always taught us not to ask for much
0: right like just said also a, exactly
1: there is a um, uh, there is a guilt which is associated with wanting with asking yes so um, you know I don't know what your audience um, background is but you know in our Persian Jewish background we always talk about the word taruf, <laughs> meaning That, you know, if you really want, but it's not polite to ask for, so you tar up. You say, oh, no, it's okay, whatever. We do this with God. Oh, God, you know, if I could only have this much, I would be so happy. It's like, why? The creator inside you is the one Uh who is manifesting what it is that's out there to attain right and even in the bible it god says ask and you shall receive well my dear if you don't ask you don't get so that probably was the first sentence of any religion who ever introduced to the world and to humanity about visualization. Ask and you shall receive. Simple, right? right. So you don't ask, you don't get. So Absolutely. Um, that is uh what the whole concept of visualization is. And if you think about it, Davina. Yes. We are all a spark of the divine God. We're Mm -hmm. all an extension of God. So it doesn't mean that you and I look like God. No, but it means that we have the creative side that can create and manifest But we've never been taught that. And Mm. it doesn't matter how old you are. It's never too late to learn how to do that and practice that. And the more you have a tangible situation in your life, from the smallest little thing to the biggest thing, you are more convinced about your own ability
0: wow (laughs) that's pretty good you know you just made me um think about this short story that i read that you're actually really gonna like it's called the egg so Mm -hmm. take a look at that after this i think you'll really enjoy it it's basically kind of explaining everything that you just said it's something that'll give you it's something that'll give you chills i love it so yeah you'd really like that uh so basically when you talk about detail is that why those little books that you gave us in the workshop so in your workshop you give tiny little notepads and we basically get to divide it into different sections is that why you have the sections so we can break down every like detail every part that we want in a person because for somebody to truly be good for us they have to connect to us on an emotional physical spiritual intellectual level correct yes right so that's why you divided it into these parts yes and sexual and sexual sorry (laughs) i took this i took this a year ago yes yes (laughs) um okay So is there anything else you think that you might want to like add into your workshop, like any other exercises that you've been maybe like looking into been learning about, is there any way that the workshop will like evolve over time or you like it the way it is? Okay. So it might sound very simple, Mm -hmm.
1: but all the wonderful things in the world are are all simple. We make it difficult. Very true. Um, So, it does sound uh, as though, oh, okay, great. You know, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to, you know, create my little, like for your audience I'm talking about. Uh, I'm going to go get my little book and I'm going to write these uh, five categories and I'm good. Right. So why I give each person a different, a a book to write is because each person's, Liking and desires is different than the one sitting next to you. But when you do right, the things that you want in that moment is what you know, that's it. And Mm. the questions that somebody else is asking, you never thought about. So what's important to you is not important to another person and vice versa. And things that someone asks, let's say, uh, it's like a light bulb that goes on in your head. Like, wow, I never thought of that. So being in a setting of a workshop is really helpful for you, for everyone who is in there. Because somebody else's question is an answer for, for, for you and vice versa. Right. Now, when I'm sitting in a group of whatever 10 20 people and the questions that are asked or the stuff that i ask the audience Mm -hmm. i can see where people have a blockage yes they don't even see it they don't even know that they have due to all the belief systems that have been um put in there in their childhood or years of growing up and everything else. So in order for me to be able to watch that and basically address it to each person differently Mm -hmm. is like a key that opens a door. A door that was shut and sealed, never been opened, that they were not even aware that is shut. So this is the advantage of doing the work either one-on-one or in a group setting. Because I have heard of some of my attendees that they went and shared this very simple thing with their friends and the friends mm-hmm. going, oh, but it's not working.
0: Right. I, yes, i, I, I've, I I've personally heard this as well. <laughs> exactly. So... Now you understand why? I totally understand. Yeah, you're right. When they say if it's not broke, don't fix it, stuff like that. That saying, it's kind of like that. It's not broke, so don't fix it.
1: Yeah, well, you know, a lot of people are shy or hesitant or um, they feel uh, like they want to keep their own secrets and they don't want to share anything. And I've had people who come and sat there and didn't say a word and they did excellent. And when not I my workshop.
0: You, <laughs> In my workshop, I learned a lot about everybody there. We exactly. just let everything out. It was great.
1: Yes. But Even you though are was... you. The am, the yeah, dynamic right. the dynamic of that night mm-hmm. that you were there is was different. It was a little That's more true. elevated than um, other workshops that I do not that one is better than the other it's just that right. the people who are there who are more perceptive about and and they're good receivers are able to absorb and ask for more and I give it but if I'm at another setting where all of this language is a little much um
0: I tone it down I see okay that's fair That. That makes sense. So what do you think our generation is doing wrong? The, num- the first thing that comes to your mind.
1: I don't think anyone is doing anything wrong. Everything oh, that good. everyone is doing. Is doing as part of their learning. It exactly. is when you do something wrong. That you ask the question. Why? Mm. And, and, and that's how you find your path. Of finding out why. So. So. You know, you don't make
0: mistakes.
1: You're Mm. not doing anything
0: wrong. Love that. That's good. It's good for them to, good for the audience to hear that. Can you leave us with some best self-improvement tips?
1: Um, Well. Besides coming to see you. On on (laughs) Zoom. I think. One of one of my best, uh, I I can't tell um, other people what to do because because each person is different
0: mm-hmm. and what
1: works for me is different than what would work for you. Right. So I I will focus on myself
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I will tell you that um, the times that I feel that. I want to take a step and it's difficult for me or I'm scared or I'm afraid of making a mistake or whatever. I, I try to say, all right, you know, I got to face this. I got to see what it is. Just right. like today. Today for me, this is my <laughs> first time. And I had no idea what I was going to be asked or, I mean, generally. Yes. And uh, I wanted to think about it. And I realized, you know, if I overthink it, I'm going to overanalyze it. Yeah. And my soul, which when I heard was like, "Ooh, yeah, why not? It's a learning. Let's do it. I'm going to push that aside. What is that side? The intuitive side of me. So what is your intuition? Your intuition is the connection you have with your higher self, your soul. So the more you connect to your higher self, the better decisions you make, the more confident you are about your decision and the things that you want to do. So going back to that, I'll try to notice (laughs) what is it that, I haven't done what is it that i am afraid of doing what is it that's challenging to me mm. what is it that i'm not good at let me address it let me you know even though i don't want to face it it's right. just ah, oh, <laughs> you know who wants to deal with stuff like that you know i try to go and look look at that and see what i can do about it beautiful so um that's one thing that I can suggest. Whether you want to go on a date that mm. you know you you know that the person is good and everything, but you're shy, or you're like, listen to your other side that says, "Ah, oh, what's what's the point?" You know, right? It's going to be another bad date, mm. or it's going to be another turn down of a job. You know, whatever. But if you get up and go for it, you'll be pleasantly surprised at what life has in store for you.
0: Well said. You did great. I mean, this was a great episode and I hope you had fun.
1: Well, I loved <laughs> it. And I can't thank you enough for of uh, reaching out to me. I really appreciate it, and uh, if you have any more questions, I'll be happy to answer. Otherwise, this was a fantastic experience. Great. Thank where can so everybody
0: much. where can everybody find you? Contact you if they want to book you for a Zoom session or a phone call. What's um, your contact info?
1: They uh, they can um, text me on my uh, phone. It's uh, should I give it to you?
0: Whatever you like, email, phone.
1: Sure, Sure. it's um, this is the easiest way. Is six four six, area code three one nine, eight seven four seven. They can text me, and uh, I will answer as soon as I can.
0: Perfect. Thank you, Abby. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a great rest of your day. Take care. Thank you, Devin. Of course take care of take yourself care. and have a beautiful journey you too thank you let's take a short break I wanted to talk about obviously I'm all for small female-run businesses and I have to shout out to Lola's in New Jersey that's at Lola's NJ on Instagram it's run by Melanie Gibson she is 23 years old and she owns her own business she carries the cutest sets the best sets for your work from home wardrobe best accessories all designer inspired great jewelry at affordable prices and she supports other female-owned businesses obviously i had to get behind that and i had to collaborate with her so shop lolasnj.com or go on instagram and tell her i sent you enjoy happy shopping